0: Good morning. Welcome, welcome to you if you're here joining us online. Glad that you are taking the time to be with us, even if maybe you are just you or just a couple of you wherever you are. And welcome here to you in person. This morning, Pastor Rob is down in Abbotsford. He's been there for a number of days for some uh, conference, uh, MB conference meetings. Uh, Ryan is in Chatwood. I think he's there because his, uh, one of his kids is busy with sports. Craig was on for preaching this morning, but um, uh, Corinne found out during the night, and I found out when I turned on my phone at 8 a.m. that uh, Craig's actually in the hospital and um, having some tests done. And... Um, so a couple things, we're going to take a few minutes to pray for him and Lisa, and, uh, and uh, you're getting a pretty, you know, fresh sermon. It started, <laughs> so you will bear with me, and, uh, <laughs> and, and we pray that the Lord, we submit ourselves to the Lord, right, and uh, for him to work in us, because that is, that is what he's about. We come together. We praise his name. We offer ourselves to him, and he loves to take us as we are and work with us. So, let's pray for Craig and Lisa for a moment, please. Thank you, our dear Lord, for Craig and for Lisa. Um, I think we've all seen that Craig's been been uh, having some, some health stuff, and we We thank you that we have a hospital. We thank you that he's uh, there getting some help. And uh, you know the situation. And uh, thank you that uh, you are very present. So we pray for uh, peace that makes no sense. That's the kind of peace you give that makes no earthly sense. We pray for peace for he and for his family. And for wisdom for the doctors and for your powerful hand upon him. We pray together in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so Craig's uh, psalm that he decided to use this morning contains the verse Be still and know that I am God. (laughs) And uh, it's Psalm 46. So, if you uh, have a Bible with you in a digital form or in a paper form, feel free to open it, and it's going to be on the screen as well. I'm just going to go through this rather than go through the whole psalm and then go back. You know, if you've read psalms before, you might notice that like there's a progression and they're going somewhere. But I don't kind of want to give away yet where it's going. So we're just going to kind of look at it stanza by stanza. So I'm going to read a stanza, a little section, and then we'll stop and, and look at that together, and the next stanza, and then the third stanza. This is from the New Living Translation. Is this in the right position here? Um, am I okay? Okay, good. Psalm 46, verses 1 to 3 first. God is our refuge and our strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So, we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. Keep going, please. Uh, Sorry, back. Thanks. I have a good imagination. When I was a little kid, my mother frequently said, you have a very active imagination, dear. God has given us imaginations. They can be wonderful things. When they are not harnessed, they can be an enemy. Can they not? What are your worst fears? We all have them. Some of us talk about them, some of us don't talk about them. What are your worst fears? I'm just going to pause for a minute. And I want you to think and identify in your own mind what are some of your worst fears? Why do I fear the things that I fear? What is the scenario that I'm imagining? Someone that we love, suffering or dying? Of course, absolutely. It's usually the the worst case scenario that we imagine, or ourselves and leaving uh, our families without us sometimes. What is it that we fear? Losing them, terrible grief, no doubt, no doubt. Losing our job. Losing where we live. Losing our investments. Not hard to think too much about that lately if you have those. Some of you are thinking, yeah, right, investments. Imagine being able to have those. We think about losing people dear to us. We think about losing comfort. We think about losing choice, options. We think about losing our health. We think about losing our reputation, whatever that means. We think to ourselves if we continue on and press ourselves we fear being vulnerable. Of course, we feel pain. Like, that makes sense. We're supposed to feel uncomfortable, very uncomfortable with pain. But we fear being vulnerable, we fear being exposed. We say things sometimes, we hear people say things like this, there's no way I could bear it. I'd be hooped. I'd be sunk. I'd be lost. The psalmist says, we will not fear when earthquakes come and mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge." These are phrases of catastrophe. In the 1960s, um, I was just a little thing, tiny, but um, there was a book on my parents' shelf from when they were young adults uh, that had been introduced to them, uh, probably published in the maybe late 40s, 1950s. Some of you know of this book. And it's called, Your God is Too Small, by J.B. Phillips. Your God is too small. Let's look at verses 4 to 7. God made our imaginations. He gives us word pictures to help us direct our, our imaginations and our thinking verses 4 to 7, a river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. All nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. Next slide, thanks. God's voice thunders and the earth melts your god is too small that's not in the text the lord of heaven's armies in other translations that's the lord almighty the lord of heaven's armies is here among us the god of israel is our fortress That act of imagination that I have has carried on into my adulthood uh, for better and sometimes for worse. Uh, My husband can, uh, I'm sure, remember as I can remember a time when he used to go out to Vanderhoof to go to court um, as a worker, not as a recipient of punishment. (laughs) And uh, he used to go to court to Vanderhoof um, every week and Fort St. James uh, every other week or sometimes every week. And uh, so that was, of course, in the winter as well. We had a little Honda Civic, you know, nothing beefy, nothing with four-wheel drive, you know. And uh, we had very tiny children and no family in town. And I remember one day him coming home, and I was kind of really, really teary and beside myself. And he's like, what's wrong? And I said, I was just thinking today. It must have been a stormy day and a winter day. And I said, I have just been thinking about what happens if you die? I mean, what happens if you die? What will I do? And he said, very wise fellow that he is, Robin, if that happens, it will happen, and you will cross that bridge when you come to it. So don't dwell on it now. When you come to that, if you come to that, you will deal with it when the time comes, and more importantly, the God of today will be your God tomorrow. Verse 7 there said, The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. That's present. Now, one of the challenges about our fears, of course, is that they're based on the future. Sometimes they're based on the past, past experiences, things we've seen, things that have happened, things we you know, know that have happened to other people. But they're generally based on the future, What if, how will I, how will we, if? But verse 7 is present tense. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. There is no other way to live the Christian life. You can't be a disciple in the future. You can't, like, travel. I hear that the other day was um, the day in Back to the Future when Marty McFly would have been here. Did anybody see him? I don't know. Anyway, um, you can't live in the future. You can only actually live today. And even today, you can only live now. Now. And these verses that I just read say that the, in the present is his river of joy. That is not happy-clappy. Joy is something else. Today, the present is where his river of joy is. Today, in the present, he offers to be our dwelling place. Today, he is the protector of his church, his world, wide church and each of the communities that make that up. Today he is the protector of those who give their hearts to him. Today his voice thunders. Now he is among us. Now he is our fortress. Notice all the hours and us. This was a psalm. It was meant to be used in worship together. But we need each other. We are not meant to live alone. We are in him, our fortress, together. Verses 8 to 11. <clears throat> Come. Good job back there. By the way, that was, uh, Jenny just threw all this stuff on slides for me, so thank you, Jenny. Come. See the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. And here's that same verse again that we saw in verse 7. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Psalmist is repeating it twice. Pay attention. I'm repeating it once. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. There is a very real battle. It's now, it's in half an hour, it's in an hour. It was yesterday, it'll be tomorrow. We prefer peace, ease, comfort, calm, roller coasters that we pick, (laughs) you know, adventures as we choose. But there is a very real battle, and you are in it, whether you feel like it or not. You are in it, whether you want to be or not. My dear friend Leanne Dick has said, we are neither totally in control, nor are we totally helpless. But God is in control, and his desire is to be glorified out of our lives. We have a secure, massive fortress. Some of you may know uh, an old hymn that comes to my mind right away, and I'm going to tell you the words of it. I'm not going to sing it, don't worry. That would be bad. A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevailing. Oops, my phone turned it. Sorry, I've got to stay, keep it still. There we go. Come on. I actually have it memorized, but standing up here on the spot, I don't trust myself to uh, remember. Still our ancient foe. Oh, why does it want to do that? Still our ancient foe, doth, does, seek to work us woe. His craft and power are great, and armed with cruel hate on earth is not his equal. Before I go on, I just want to remember that there's a book I really recommend by John Mark Comer, and it's called Live No Lies. It's about our battle with the enemy, the world, and the flesh. Totally recommend it. On earth is not his equal. Did we in our own strength confide our striving would be losing? We're not the right man on our side, the man of God's own choosing. Do you ask who that may be? Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus. It is he. Lord Sabaoth, Lord of the Sabbath, is his name from age to age the same, and he must, will, win the battle. And though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God hath willed his truth to triumph through us. Amen? Amen. The prince of darkness grim, we tremble not for him. His rage we can endure for lo his doom is sure one little word shall fell him has one more verse that word above all earthly powers no thanks to them abideth the spirit and the gifts are ours through him who with us sideth he's on our side let goods and kindred go This mortal life also. The body they may kill. God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. He's Lord of the Sabbath. That was right in the middle of that hymn. Interesting. Lord of the Sabbath. What is the Sabbath about? It's about Rest. It's about resting. Be still and know that I am God. Corinne's going to lead us in prayer.
1: Thank you so much, Pastor Robin, uh, talk about on the fly, didn't? that just come together so beautifully, and that's the power of God. Um, Throughout this series of prayer that we've been in, we really wanted to take time together as a church family to practice what we're preaching, to put into practice what it is that we're talking about, and so last week, if you were here, we had a time of lament It was super powerful. I'm thankful uh, for the Spirit of God who was at work last week. And today, depending on who you are and depending on what personality you are, how you're wired, it's very possible that the thought of being still before the Lord makes you cringe a little. (laughs) Is that anybody here? I look to Eric because I know that's him. But here's the thing, it doesn't have to be scary. Being still before the Lord can take on so many different forms. It's not necessarily sitting in a dark corner, not allowing your mind to think, not doing anything. It can mean other things, but for the purpose of this time, these few moments that we have together what I would invite us to do is to quiet our souls, quiet our spirits before the Lord. Perhaps for you that might mean bringing these fears that Robin invited us to think about and bring those before the Lord. And just a couple of tips and tricks for practicing this. Your mind will wander, and that's okay. But one thing that you can practice, and we'll do this together in a moment, is every time that your mind wants to wander, what's for lunch? What am I doing later? What time is it? You can still bring those thoughts before the Lord each time that it happens. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take just a few minutes. We won't make you sit forever. But we're going to just be still before the Lord. And as we go throughout this time, I just invite you to bring whatever it is that you'd like to bring before him. He already knows it, and so it's not going to be a surprise to him. And as we go through these minutes together, I will just help us to bring our thoughts back to the Lord. I will read a little bit of these uh, verses from Psalm 46 as we go, just to help us. Um, But yes, I just invite us to sit before the Lord for a few minutes, and then we will close with a song. God, you are a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Whom shall we fear? Come, behold the works of the Lord. Behold the goodness of the Lord. Behold the majesty of the Lord. God, in this moment we choose to know that you are God. Would you help us in our doubt? Would you help us in our unbelief? We just want to sing one more song together, so I just invite you to stand with us as we continue to behold the Lord. Church, thanks again for coming today. hope that you were encouraged and blessed. I just want to remind you of an opportunity tomorrow. It's at 7 o'clock here at the church. If you want to engage in this type of prayer practice um, in a bit more of an intentional way, I just invite you to come. Um, The times that we've been having have been really impactful, and so you're encouraged to come. Go and have a good week. Go and behold the Lord as you go about your week. Amen.